morning, y'all. I'm Katie Kamen, and it's Wednesday, April 12th. On this date in 1861, the Civil War began. It was on that date that Confederate forces opened fire on Fort Sumter in South Carolina. Also on this date, President Franklin Roosevelt died in Georgia of a cerebral hemorrhage. Roosevelt had done something no president before had done and that no president since even can, being elected to a fourth term. And on this date in 1954, the song considered the first rock and roll song to top the charts was recorded. Can you guess which song that was? I'll have that answer coming up. But first, let's see what today's forecast has in store. We'll head over to the Live 5 First Alert Weather Center. Good morning, everyone. Meteorologist Chris Holtzman here. A warm day is in store for the low country. We'll see temperatures for the afternoon near 80 degrees. So again, if you have any outdoor activities, the weather will cooperate with that sunshine and dry weather. Future tracker verifies as we go through the day. Again, a couple of passing clouds. That's about it. So we're not expecting any rain or anything like that for tonight. Temperatures back in the 40s to right around 50 degrees. Future tracker verifies as we go through the rest of the day into the day on Thursday. We're tracking an increase in cloud coverage with this low from the Gulf, and that will bring a better coverage of showers and storms on Friday. Let's talk about our seven day forecast. We're warming up into the weekend. Temperatures will eventually be in the 80s with higher rain and storm coverage by the end of the week. You're listening to Morning Y'all, your local headlines and first alert weather forecast. Powered by the Low Country's news leader, Live 5 News. Now, let's get to your morning headlines. Details about a deadly plane crash on Johns Island last month. According to a preliminary report released by the National Transportation Safety Board yesterday, the pilot was flying from Conway to Florida around 12.45 p.m. An air traffic controller asked the pilot if he wanted to remain at his current altitude or if he wanted to climb higher. The pilot responded saying he wanted to remain low due to, quote, any clouds up ahead. According to the report, the plane was spotted going down shortly after the pilot told the controller, quote, Mayday, Mayday, in the clouds, I'm going down. The plane crashed into a marshy area near the Stono River between James and Johns Island, just a mile and a half from the Charleston Executive Airport. The Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office has released a picture of a car believed to be involved in a drive-by shooting that killed a 15-year-old on Easter Sunday. Deputies say they've identified the car as a, tw- a red 2020 Honda Accord. That shooting happened at the Southern Lodge on St. Matthews Road. Three men were hurt. One teen was killed. The victim has been identified as 15-year-old Dontavius Dowling. Anyone with information about the shooting or that car that you see there on your screen should call the Orangeburg County Sheriff's Office. The family of a former NFL player is suing his alma mater, SC State. In 2021, Philip Adams shot and killed six people before taking his own life. After his death, doctors diagnosed him with CTE, a brain disease commonly found in football players. The lawsuit claims Adams sustained head trauma while playing for the university, and they did not properly treat his injuries or educate him about the long-term effects. CTE research is still in its early stages, but according to the Alzheimer's Association, the disease has been known to cause personality changes, erratic behavior, and aggression. SC State has not yet commented on the lawsuit. Harsher penalties for selling illegal guns and not allowing repeat offenders out of jail. That was the message Governor Henry McMaster and other state and local leaders had for lawmakers 
at a press conference yesterday. They're pushing the General Assembly to revoke the initial bond for defendants who commit a violent crime or certain weapons offenses while out on bond. They also want to increase penalties for people who illegally have or sell guns. At that press conference, Isla Palms Police Chief Kevin Cornett referenced the shooting that happened last week during an advertised senior skip day event. Five people, mostly teenagers, were hurt. An 18-year-old and a juvenile have been arrested on gun charges, but police say it's unclear whether either was involved in the actual shooting. At the end of the day, this is about making sure that they're held accountable and that they understand that when you commit a crime and carry a weapon that's used for violence, that you're going to answer for that and that there's going to be repercussions. These officials say these bills need to pass before the legislative session ends in May. The Charleston Police Department is laying out the next steps for an elder advocate position. Last night, Charleston City Council okayed the department to work toward funding their own elder advocate specialist on the force. Our Molly McBride tells us why this position is so important to the department. About 1 in 10 Americans over the age of 60 will experience some form of elder abuse, but only about 1 in 24 of those cases will be reported to authorities. That's according to the National Council on Aging. I spoke to one senior advocate who tells me adding an elder advocate specialist to the Charleston Police Department will make it easier for these seniors to recognize and report this abuse. Whether it's somebody in health care, whether it's family or a friend, you know, it, it all it happens, and it happens every day. That's Lynn Durkee, the owner of Lighthouse Senior Living Solutions and senior advocate, explaining the different types of elder abuse she's seen in the Lowcountry community. She tells me seniors are preyed upon in various situations and aren't always likely to report the abuse they face. Yesterday, the Charleston Police Department getting the okay from city council to apply for a grant under the Victims of Crime Act for $140 $40,000 to fund this elder advocate specialist position. I spoke to Lieutenant Corey Taylor with the Charleston Police Department, who tells me this position will be a victim advocate specifically for anyone 50 years and above. He says after a crime, this advocate will reach out, check to make sure the victim has a proper court date, provide support to the victim and family, share resources, and help connect them with special services. As a law enforcement agency, is yes, we want to get the criminal, we want to lock the criminal up and see that they are, are put in the criminal justice system. But there's another element to that, and that second element is, is the victims. If granted, the award results are expected in August 2023, but the Charleston Police Department says even if they don't receive the grant, they're going to go ahead and add the position in their 2024 budget because of how important it is. Reporting in downtown Charleston, Molly McBride, Live 5 News. A group of residents on the Isle of Palms is working to limit the number of short-term rentals on the island. The group says they want to a balance between rental and permanent homes without one overpowering the other. According to the city, last month the island had nearly 1,800 units with short-term rental licenses. A petition going around looks to cap that number at 1,600. This is not the first attempt at enacting a cap. Earlier this year, council voted against limiting short-term rental licenses. In order for the council to consider the issue, the petition must get verified signatures from about 700 people. Well, the deadline to file your taxes is next week, Tuesday, April 18th. For those in need of some extra help, Beaufort County Libraries are lending a helping hand. The libraries in the area have collaborated with multiple organizations 
to offer free tax help to those who earn $60,000 or less annually. Tax assistance will be available at multiple libraries. Those are all on your screen there now. That's the Little Becco Library, the St. Helena Library, and the Beaufort Library. The hours for that tax assistance at each location does vary. So if you forget what time you need to go in to get help, you can contact the libraries to double check. If you need more time, you can request a six-month six extension, which would give you until October 16th to file your taxes. Now, if you are currently in a position where you can't afford to pay your taxes, the South Carolina Department of Revenue wants you to know that you do have some options. They say make sure that you do not delay filing your returns. Filing on time will reduce the amount of penalty and interest you will end up owing, which is based on the amount of taxes that you did not pay by the due date. If you can't pay the full amount, try to pay what you can. Once again, your balance can accumulate penalties and interest. If those options don't sound like they would work for you, then consider entering a payment plan with the SCDOR. Again, the deadline is next Tuesday, April 18th. This week you can have your voice heard on current school concerns. Tomorrow is your chance to join an open table discussion with students, educators, teachers, and community members from the Tri-County. Our Samantha Popovic joins us live in North Charleston this morning. So Samantha, why should community members go to this event? Good morning. Good morning. This meeting serves as a space that one organization says currently doesn't exist. A space for those within Tri-County looking to drive action in their education system by voicing their opinions and concerns about their school district. The group Charleston Chaired Future says the purpose of their Tri-County Community Education Meeting is to identify issues within one school district, explore them further, and talk about actions or recommendations that could be taken. They say they are looking for opinions from community members on what skills and mindsets students in kindergarten, elementary, middle, and high school need in order to thrive. They say their main focus for tomorrow's meeting will be on technology usage in education. Community members from Berkeley, Charleston, and Dorchester counties will all be seated at different tables with a facilitator who will ask questions to create conversation. Those attending will receive a feedback sheet afterwards. Charleston Shared Future volunteer and host of the event, Dr. Jackie McLemore, says recent themes of concern seen within these school districts are teachers' pay, shortages, and recruitment, as well as school choice and charter schools. McLemore says in this two-hour meeting, Charleston Shared Future will share ideas on what schools could be and current changes, creating room for conversation. That's enough time for people to introduce themselves to each other, to begin to, to listen to some, uh, some input we'll provide about what school could be and what some of the challenges are, and then for folks to lay out their, their sense of whether it's, again, whether it's school choice, whether it's charters, whether it's vouchers, um, early childhood, any of those things that people are flagging as concerns. The event will be held tomorrow at 5.30 p.m. at Trident Technical College. And McLemore says she expects 160 community members to attend based on sign-up. For more information on this event, head to our website, live5news.com, and click the link in this article. Reporting live in North Charleston, Samantha Popovics, Live 5 News. At the beginning of the show, I told you that on this date in 1954, the rock and roll song considered the first to top the charts was recorded. A whole generation grew up recognizing it as the theme to happy days 
It was Bill Haley and the Comets' Rock Around the Clock. Celebrating birthdays today, musician Herbie Hancock is 83. Actor Ed O'Neill from Modern Family is 77. Talk show host David Letterman is 76. Actor Andy Garcia is 67. Country singer Vince Gill is 66. And actress Claire Danes is 44. Thank you for joining us for another edition of Morning Y'all from Live 5 News. I'm Katie Kamen. I hope you have a great day. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Morning Y'all is produced every weekday morning. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And download the Live 5 News app for your mobile device. Get the latest news and weather updates 24-7 from Live 5 News, a Low Country's news leader.